Hey there, this is the Hope365 podcast. Each episode is curated to inspire hope in your heart every single day of the year. So, expect a good dose of laughter, faith stories, life-transforming conversations and messages. Um, in typical style, my topic is structure. And when I got the prompting from the IRI team, they said, you know, activation. They said, you know, to speak and talk about the importance of structure in our lives, you know, what God says about that. And I thought, okay, wonderful. Well, um, it's something he's taking me on a journey, you know, in the past few years and in life as well. My prayer is that um, as you listen, right, whatever is meant for you, what, what the Lord has for you to take from this presentation is exactly what is going to fall on your open ears and your open heart in the mighty name of Jesus. So getting right into a structure, you know, it's interesting because it took me years to realize why this topic was so important to God. Similar thing in, in the industry that I'm in, in wellness, which it's amazing. Queenie was spoke yesterday about wellness and also something on God's heart. How many of us know that there's several burdens on God's heart? There are numerous burdens and all he's constantly looking for are people who he can trust to carry on, to be his mouthpiece, to be his vessel, to be um, used by him to speak about the burden on his life. So if, for example, something that doesn't affect your neighbor your spouse, your best friend consistently burdens you, just know that God is using that. He wants you to do something about it. He wants you to speak about it. And so that was me with structure. You know, naturally, okay, it took me some time to understand exactly what he wanted me to do in the wellness industry. But about a few years ago, he started speaking to me about creating a platform, creating a company, creating a consultancy that would allow people to implement and infuse structure into their life. And I thought to myself in typical Joycey dialogue with the father, but God, I, this sounds funny. I literally, God, this sounds so funny because I feel like this might just be an administrative gift that I have. Maybe this is just the way my mind works. Maybe it's just the way that I think. But now I'm saying I should teach other people or help other people. And the Lord said, yes. And I will never forget that it was on a, in a conversation with Sister Tolu Falala, who is on, I don't know if she's on right now, but who's part of IRA. I was two years ago on WhatsApp and she just gave me a rema. She said, do you not understand that structure and order are God's, it's God's DNA. And the moment she said that there was a light bulb within me and I went to study the word about structure, order, organization, planning, being God's DNA. So I want to start by using an example. My youngest son, he's three years old and his name is Zion. Zion has, everywhere he goes, has to be neat. If a piece of my hair falls on the ground and he sees it, he feels like things are untidy. Now, interesting enough, Zion's daddy, my husband, my beloved, is the same way. He's a man of order, tidiness, cleanliness. I mean, we joke around that he has OCD. You know, we joke around about how everything is particular. If you go to the closet everything color-coded, folded a certain way, everything is pristine. If he walks into a room, the tissue box is out of place. You'll just see him touch the tissue box. So all these years that we've noticed Zion doing it in his three years of life, we 
I say, oh my goodness, you have your daddy's genetics. Like you, you and your daddy are the same DNA genetics. You guys are similar. No one can tell us that Zion is not Salah's child. DNA in the genetics in Tola's DNA is this trait similar to how our father has so many traits. He's a God of order. He's a God of structure. He's a God of principles. He's a God of law. And how many of us know that the very fact that our identity is in Christ, the very fact that we are children of God, we must imbibe that same DNA. That's the backdrop. That explains to you why Order and structure are important to Jesus. It explains to you why God would, God would want you to live a life of structure. God would want you to partner with him to download blueprints to understand exactly, exactly how you are meant to live your life, run your home, run your business, run your ministry, structure. In the very beginning, which is where we're going to start, God created order, but he said it was void. And there was confusion. It was empty because there was not order. But then the mighty hand of God came in. Can everybody see my screen? I think so, right? The mighty hand of God intervened and created structure. So God wants to bring order in our lives as he did with the universe. Without God, there is nothing but chaos. And I hope to take us on a journey in the few minutes that I have to show the importance of structure. So quickly, we're briefly just going to talk about the DNA of God structure in your own life. Now, if you wanted to give me the topic on structure in business, I could talk for days and days and days. That's typically what I talk on a lot. Structure, he's even given me revelations on how creating structure, how it leads and interconnects with market dominance, how structure connects with building a quality team. What are the kind of tools you have to put into place to imbibe structure into your organization? But God is saying today, he needs us to be encouraged. He needs a, a print to be left on our hearts today and on our minds today concerning structure in our lives. So you'll be thinking about where you need structure. And then just, we'll close up after that. So we, we started off by saying that God brought order into the universe. If we go into the beginning, Genesis, right? One, one through two. God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. What did God do next? God came in and God in six days, blueprints, blueprints is the word I want. In six days, he downloaded, he put, he created exactly what needed for a, a universe and an earth that would work functionally, that we are still, we're living in today. He had a manner and a way in which he did it. What areas in your life are you experiencing chaos that you need to come in and put in a blueprint a structure? There, there is, that is the manner in which God works through structures, through templates. He said, I have to create the sun and the moon, but the sun cannot come out at night because nighttime to him is time for rest. That means it's the moon. It should be dark. He said he created plants, plants. They grow up like this. They don't run. They don't have legs to run into each other and collide. He created a structure for every single thing he did. So how much, how, why wouldn't we then imbibe a structure in our lives when we want to accomplish things? God had a huge task. His task was to create the universe and he did it within six days. Can you partner with God to then determine the blueprint he has for you to create structure in every area of your life? 
now in 2019, when he asked me to start creating SOAR, I had already, you know, it started off by people consistently asking me, Joycey, we see you scaling in your business. We see this, this ability for you to handle multiple things at once, your home, your family. Can you come and help me how to infuse structure? My business? That's how it started. Set up. It was a complete setup. Okay, no, no, no problem. Started working with clients. I started helping them to create SOPs. These are some of the terms that we use in structuring businesses, standard operating procedures, creating checklists, creating, you know, KPIs, JDs, creating workflows, process flows, so that they can infuse structure so that they could grow, so that they could grow. Now, as I started, the Lord said, that's not it. That's not my instruction. You are not going to help people infuse structures into their homes. And I thought to myself, homes, Lord, how? How will I do that? Now, God, you're going too far, right? Jokes. You know how Abba is. He will set us up. God, you're going too far. How in the world will I help people in their homes? And literally that same week that he spoke it to me, he said, you'll use the templates that I've given you. You'll use the exact structure I've given you to structure your home. You'll use it to help others. That same week, we got our first client in the home space. And she came and her ask was, listen, I have a home. I have staff working with me, people helping me, um, my bezalels, my whatnot. But yet it just feels like utter chaos. No one's taking responsibility. You know, let's not forget that when God created this order, everyone, there is a mankind order. There is an animal chain. There's an understanding of everyone's role and their place. So Adam and Eve were to govern and subdue and to have dominion. The plants of the earth were on the ground. The animals ate the plants. I mean, there was a clear understanding. So she's saying to me, listen, I have no idea. It's chaos in my home. I have this staff and I have this staff and then there's still no responsibility and there's still no peace. And I said, okay, God, now you've come to confirm the instruction you've given me. So we took her on a journey to create structure in her, in her life. The testimonial that came out of it was unbelievable. Can you imagine that? And I've shared it before on my SOAR platform. Can you imagine that by creating structure in her home, it helped her concerning her marriage, which was literally falling apart? Now, we won't get into that, but it just goes to show the power and the, the magnitude of what it means to create order in your life, what it means to plan, what it means to structure things so that they work together for good. Moving right along. So in Job, right, this verse to me was so instructive. In Job chapter 9, verse 5 through 10, the Lord says, or the verse says, without warning, he moves the mountains, overturning them in his anger. He shakes the earth from its place and its foundations tremble. If he commands it, the sun won't rise and the stars won't shine. He alone has spread out the heavens and marches on the waves of the sea. He made all the stars, the bear and Orion, the Pleiades and the constellations of the southern sky. He does great things too marvelous to understand. He performs countless miracles. This is a God of order. This is a God who has put things into place and there's certain expectations as a result. He does great things too marvelous to understand. We look and we idolize certain types of people, businesses. We say, wow, this company has been able to grow to a certain level, to a certain magnitude. If we look within, they have created an entire structure, an entire um, blueprint for exactly how to run 
that corporation, exactly how to run that home, exactly how to run that ministry. God performs countless miracles. He has created and an order and a planning. So we're looking and we're saying, how did this happen? This is the thing that God showed me. He said, I need people to understand that every single one of us has grace. Every single one of us has the grace to be able to infuse the structure. It's not left for those who just have an administrative ability. He says, you listening right now, you have the ability to create structures, partner with him, and let it be seen that, wow, look at these great things that are being done in their home, in their work front, in their ministry, in whichever aspect of their life. Because God had created a plan for everything and he had organized it all. Now, God wants us to bring structure and order into our lives. At the end of the day, we all know, we say it a lot. There's a purpose. There's a book. We each have a purpose in our lives. We each have something that was created for us to do. In your book, Bookie, in your book, Aretola, there's something, God, there's an entire plan. And your life has a purpose and direction. But how many of us know that without when there is chaos with, with confusion, you keep yourself from accomplishing that purpose that God has for you. You keep yourself from actually living and flowing in a way where things work in the way they're meant to work. So we could be looking at for the year 2022, God has something for you to do, but God is looking and specifically it's written down in your book, the book that was created before you were conceived, but yet you have not partnered with God in certain areas of your life to be able to do it. Now, I asked God to give me examples. He said, okay, I have two children. They're three and they're four, young. And oftentimes the questions I get a lot are, how are you able to do all that you're doing? Considering that you're a wife, you have two young boys, you know, you, we see you spend a lot of time with them. You're very particular about their education, how they're growing up. You also are running more than one company. Your company is scaling. And God said to me, your answer to them is that you have part, I've partnered with God to download the structures and the template to be able to do it all. Now, many of us believe that it's not possible to do it all. And that's part of the reason why he has me in the particular ministry that I run. He has me speaking to women and helping women with being able to understand what it means to be a Proverbs 31 woman. You know, Proverbs 31 women, you know, I'm speaking to the women right now for a moment. A lot of times we read it and we don't identify because she just seems like it's too much. Like it's too good to be true. There's no way she can be this in the marketplace, be this at home, be praised. Then it just seems like a lot and use her own hands to create wool. Like it just seems like a lot. But the Lord said there's a modern day Proverbs 31 woman. And I have graced everyone to be able to do it. How structure. So when people are looking at me and asking me, how are you able to accomplish all? I'm literally telling them that it is by structures that have been created. There's a structure in my home. There's a way my home runs by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. There's a way my home runs. Okay. Some of us have people that work with us. How have you empowered them to come along with you on the journey to be able to run your home? My business is a structure in which works. I am not actively involved in operations because that's not what God has called me to do. He's called me to do strategy and expansion and growth and scaling. So what does that mean? My team members have to have structure to be able to run, created by me, so that they know where they're meant to be at any given time. 
further on, I want to give you a structure that was very instructive for me that God used to teach me about how to even run my, my company. So your life has an ultimate purpose and direction. You're moving in a certain way. But when there is chaos, when there is a lack of structures, it's hard to obtain. It becomes more difficult to actually fulfill the, the plan, the purpose God has for you. Because let's say, for example, in this particular year, God would have me to scale my business to a certain level. But unfortunately, I'm saddled in the home front. How many of us have experienced where because of what we're going on in the home front, our career, our work, our business is suffering or our ministry is suffering? It's very, very hard to be able to excel in one area when there's structure lacking in another. And that was a testimonial of every single one of the customers we work with at my consultancy. Literally, they're saying there is lights that comes in. There's a breath of fresh air. They now have the tools that they need to be able to structure air in areas of their life so that they can excel in others. I would not be able to do and fulfill my purpose in business without structure in this home. It'd be impossible because the Lord would have needs me to be able to be freed of unnecessary things to be able to go ahead and fulfill. I don't know if you guys are with me. Hope you're with me. So Acts 17, 28 says, peace is the absence of chaos and disorder. The mandate is to give our lives over to Jesus. Invite him in to download the blueprint for structure. As we turn over areas of our lives to God, we will experience order, peace, and blessings from God. Now, this is actually a statement that I put together. But if we go to Acts 17, 28, like I think I have it on the next slide. Yes, I put it in the message version. And I thought it was very interesting to go above, to look before, seven, before um, verse 28. So it says that the God who made the world and everything in it, this master of sky and land, doesn't live in custom-made shrines or need the human race to run errands for him as if he couldn't take care of himself. He makes the creatures, the creatures don't make him. Starting from scratch, he made the entire human race and made the earth hospitable with plenty of time and space for living so we could seek after God and not just grope around in the dark, but actually find him. He doesn't play hide and seek with us. He's not remote. He's near where we live and we live and move in him. We can't get away from him. Now, 1728, many of us quote it. In him, we live and move and have our being. But when you look at this, it speaks about how God has created. Look, it says God created time. He Starting from scratch, he made the entire human race and made the earth hospitable with plenty of time and space for living. So we could seek after God and not just grope around in the dark, but actually find him. We find him. We don't have to grope in the dark. Creating structures allows us to actually have light, to actually have understanding. We don't have to be searching in the dark. God says he's given us time and space for living, for living. So when people ask me, they ask me, how are you able to accomplish all that you do? God has given me everything that I need. He has given me, guys, structures, unlock time. When you create structures, you actually create more time for yourself. In, in, in a world where we're always saying there's not enough hours in a day, I am here to say that I'm a testimony of creating structures that actually frees me. Man, that word freedom is actually a word that we use in SOAR. We, we look to free, give entrepreneurs and individuals liberty, liberty through the enacting and enabling of structures. 
So I keep using the word structure. And I used to feel that, you know, structure, templates, um, all these things, they just sound like words in the sky. The truth of the matter is the structures you create, let's break it down. Structure is simply being able to have a plan, a pattern for how to accomplish something. So I, I'm going to use my organization. I have a company and I have 79 staff members working for my company. Every single person working for the company has a standard operating procedure, a manner in which they work. Do you not know that God also has an SOP for you? He has an SOP for you for how he wants you to handle your ministry, your career, your marriage, parenting. That SOP, that document, that tool is what would guide you. Now, because every single one of my employees has an SOP, I don't have to talk too much. Somebody with me. They know what's expected from them at any given time because there is a standard operating procedure in place. All of what I was saying before was the foundation to show you that God, God, God is a God of order. Now, a standard operating procedure, an SOP, is a tool that has literally changed my life. It is something that once created, so you're hiring somebody, you have a customer service rep, you have an accountant, you have an HR manager, you have all these people working for you. Is it every single day that you're going to be speaking to them about, this is what I expected for you today is Monday, Wednesday, I want you to give me this, Friday, this, at the end of the month, I need this, next week at this. No, it is the very fact that once you've created an overarching template for them, they run. Structure allows for speed. Structure allows for a strong foundation. You are able to move with speed and precision when you have structure in place. Now, I have structures concerning my marriage. Now, I remember <laughs> when my company started picking up momentum, SOAR, that's my consultancy side. People kept saying, man, I mean, I look at you and I think this is just incredible, but I feel like it's so rigid. Structure is not rigid. Structure creates freedom and liberty. So it may seem that the very creation of SOPs and checklists and um, workflows is 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 tasking. Of course, God created the earth in six days. Do you think that, I mean, of course, things are effortless to God. He's God. He's omnipotent. He's all-knowing. He's strong. But come on, he created all these things. There, it, there was some work involved. All these different seeds and plants we have, the different animals, the, everything, there was precision. But once the work was done, what did God do on the seventh day? He rested. He created the structure. And then he did what? He rested. And once he rested, he had put in place the people who were to take over, Adam and Eve, the dominion. He put them there to say, you guys take over. You have the dominion. That's what God is saying. He's called us to certain things. And at any given time, we need to be walking in the way he has called us to walk into. But we cannot do it if we are studying responsibilities that are not ours. That's why structure is important. That's why structure is important. My house runs with structure. Okay, my nannies have a timetable. Okay, my nannies know exactly where I partner. I, I change. I remember when school was starting this year, I said, you know what, God, there's a change. I was picking up in the spirit that God wanted me to change their schedule. He wanted me to infuse different things in my children. The schedule was changed. The, the 
people who were called to assist me on this journey of life in my home were brought into the loop. SOPs were changed and checklists changed, time changed and we moved. Again, I'm back into my flow. I flow the way God has called me to do because structure exists. So I was reminded, this is the verse that I talked about in the beginning that I commented on that I will share with you guys. Guys, you know, there's a part in the Bible that talks about when Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, came to visit him. That's Exodus. So someone can just drop it in the chat, Exodus 18, 17 through 6. It's a lot of text on here. But the backdrop is that Jethro came to visit Moses, and he was noticing you know, how Moses was operating and how Moses was always saddled with everything that was going on. I'm just going to open it as well, because before verse 17, there's a backdrop, right? Exodus 18. God was speaking. Um, Moses was, you know, sh sharing what he has to deal with, what he's got, what's going on with him. Um, and Jeth Jethro basically said to him, this is not good. This is not the way it should be done. You know, there's a better way to do this. Exactly what God is consistently saying to us. There's a better way to do this. So Moses said that when a dispute arises, they come to him. He's always settling the issues. He has to inform the people of what God is saying, just basically talking about the things that he was going through. Then Jethro said, Moses, this is not good. You're going to wear yourself out. How many of you guys know that the lack of structure will wear you out? It would, and when you're worn out, when you're tired, when you're exhausted, it impacts right? It impacts your ability to hear from the Lord. It impacts your spiritual life. It impacts your ability to do, to execute, to be productive when you're burdened, when you're weary. So he says, it doesn't make sense. It's a heavy burden for you to handle by yourself. Now listen to me and let me give you a word of advice. Continue to be the people's representatives before God, bringing their disputes to him, but teach them God's decrees and give them instructions. Show them how to conduct their lives. He gave a structure. He said, Moses, you're too involved. Show them, create the blueprint. That's what SOAR does. That's what we're to do. That's what we're to do in our company. That's what we're supposed to do in our workplaces. That's what we're supposed to do at our homes, with our, in our parenting. Show them how to conduct their lives, but then select from them some capable, honest men who fear God and hate bribes and appoint them as leaders. Structure, guys. Structure. On this journey of life, you are not meant to do things alone. There are people joined to you that you're meant to just give the blueprint to, and they come alongside you, and in their own execution, it frees you. So he says, they should always be available to solve the people's common disputes, but have them bring the major cases to you. Know your place. Know your place. After God created, he handed over to Adam and Eve, and he said, move, go. Know your own place on this order. I don't want to say hierarchy, but on this structural map. Know your own place. It says, if you follow this advice, and if God commands you to do so, then you will be able to endure the pressures, and these people will go home in peace. My goodness. This verse changed my life in 2019. Literally, Joycey, why are you involved in things you should not be involved into? What are those things right now in your life that you're involved in that you don't need to be, that you can literally create the structure for? Once Jethro did this, said this, it says in verse 24, Moses listened to his father-in-law, followed his suggestions. Then he chose capable men from all over Israel and appointed them as leaders over the people. 
He put them in charge of groups of 1,150 and 10. These men were always available to solve the people's common disputes. They brought their major, major cases to Moses, but they took the smaller matters upon themselves. So what happened? Jethro's work was done. Moses said goodbye to his father-in-law and he returned to his land. Listen, sometimes you're getting in the way of your own pro progress because of lack of structure, because of lack of delegation, because of lack of empowering those around you who God called you on this journey to be your Bezalels. Don't be that person. I remember when I was holding on to things in my company and I kept getting for prophecies. God is sent you designated help. God is saying you're holding on to too much. Let it go. Because I felt like no one could do it like me. I felt like I had it all together. But how, But that was actually stopping me from progressing. It was actually an obstacle in my own path. And I remember one time I asked Pastor Amy, I said, you know what? We got this prophetic word one day on, on a call. And it said within nine months, Nine months, X and X and X was going to happen, X, Y, Z. And I said, Pastor Emerson, what do you do when you get a prophetic word and it doesn't happen in those nine months? Like, it's not the exact time. It may be the prophet, and we you know, got the timing wrong. <laughs> Maybe it's not nine months, it's really 12 months. But you know, Pastor Emerson gave me an understanding of something. She said, could it also be that we also got in the way? And in this exact example, the moment she said it, I saw God's face and he said, you got in the way of fulfilling that prophetic word within nine months. Why? Because you did not delegate to the people who were meant to do the work. I held on to the work. What God wanted me to do was to scale in a certain way. But because I did not want to use certain people to come alongside with me, I thought I could do it by myself. I did not fulfill that scaling within the nine months that was on a prophetic word that came through this platform because I felt as though it was me and me alone. But how God had already created a structure. He had said, delegate, delegate, delegate. So we can actually get in the way. Yes, we can get in the way of our own prophetic word because why? At the end of the day, God gives us free will. God gives us free will. So you're walking, you're moving along, right? Your journey. He's written on today's day, January 20. What's today? The 25th or 26th? God, 25th, God has called you. This is what I have purpose today. But how many of us know that if we have not, if, you're not, if we're not walking according to his plan, or if we decide to make a decision that that's not, you know, that's what he hasn't called us to do, or we decide to, let's say, meddle in something that's not something he's called us to meddle in, we are affecting what he has mandated for that day, for that year, for that decade. So at the end of the day, this advice from Jethro was so apt. I know my time is coming to an end. In John 9, verse 9 to 10, it says, yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Do you know some of the ways that the Lord would steal? I mean, the enemy would steal, sorry. The enemy would steal with your time. Lack of structures, right, impacts your time. I am telling you that right now, I don't need to, I don't need to, to be in operationally in my business. I don't have to see any of my wellness spots in one month. They will be okay. Two months. It will be okay. There is a complete system and structures. And let me say this. I know as we walk, it takes time to also put these things in place. But the, what this activation, this discussion today was supposed to do was to help me to think, what are the areas in my life where I might be an impediment to my own progress because of lack of structures? Your home front, 
your home front, your home front. How can you actually put structure in your home so that you can soar? Some of you have, are called to do amazing things in ministry, amazing things in business, amazing things in the career front, but your home meets lacks order. And when there is chaos and peace, you cannot flourish in the way God has called you to be. Doesn't mean that you won't face problems, no, but there's structure in my home to allow me. So when people are looking and saying, it doesn't mean, I don't know how she does it, I don't know how she does it. I am always pointing them back to the, to the one and only, to God. Because it says that if I come through the door, God is the gate. If I come through the door, I will come, I will find good pastures. When I come through the door, when I partner with God, when I am, when I walk through his gates, his way, his structure, his order, I find good pastures. I live a life of peace. I live a life of green. However, the enemy would want to steal that. So some of you guys are saddled with the with lack of structure and you don't know that's a mechanism the enemy is using to bring chaos, confusion, and lack of peace into your life. Because what? The Lord wants us to have a rich and satisfying life. So for me, it should make sense. It's not, it shouldn't be a strange phenomenon that I am scaling my businesses, my my marriage is thriving and my children are growing and flourishing and my ministry is soaring. It should not be a phenomenon. It should be the status quo. But the question is, are we partnering with God? It should be the way it is. It should be the blueprint. That's what we should be seeing. God, something God showed me recently um, because he's been launching me out into the deep where more and more people who I normally may not be around are coming into my space and wanting to learn from me. How many of us know that, man? We, the church, the church has gone in a direction that God had, God is literally frowning down upon. God went to go and be with the lepers. God went to go and be with, the, he was around the prostitutes, the lepers. He went, he engaged with them to teach them good, the good news. But yet we're here as a church, high and mighty, thinking that we cannot meddle and mingle with these kind of people. How do you then bring light? So God is then begins to show me that the way you live your life, I'm using it as a blueprint to show people it's possible. So he's been launching me into the deep and I've been around or people have been coming into my space that I naturally wouldn't have because they, in quote unquote, it doesn't fit. It doesn't match. And the Lord is saying, I need you to show them that when they partner with me, when they download structures, they don't have to feel they have to sell themselves shorts in certain parts of their lives or do things the way the enemy would have them to do it. Because doing it with God even looks just as attractive, if not more attractive than the alternative way. So, yes, OK, you're you're structuring your business. Oh, it looks good. You're going here. You're scaling. How did you do it? And then I'm able to explain how. I'm able to get down to the nitty gritty. Well, when you join my company, you're given an SOP, you're given a process flow, you understand you spend a significant amount of time learning your SOP, getting there, so I don't have to talk to you. When I come in and I, and, I, and I see the operations, I see that it's working according to how God wanted it to work. I mean, according to how I envision it to work, of course, led by God. My point is that, our lives, right, should be lives that literally people are attracted to. People should be looking at our lives and saying how, and then you point them to God. And my how is always like, listen, guys, I just live with structure. 
I just create order. I plan. I partner with God for the blueprint for how he wants things done. And I move in that way. Okay, time is up. So I want us to, on your own, okay? I want to let you know something that any area of your life, hear me, any area of your life that you're experiencing chaos, hmm? you feel chaos, lack of order, you don't feel peace. You need to down, go to God, seek his face and ask him, Lord, what is the structure concerning this area of my life? What would you have me to do, Lord? What are you saying? What are you speaking right now? Okay, what exactly would you want me to do? Lack of peace, lack of order, confusion are all signs of lack of structure. This is how I start on my journey when I work with any single entrepreneur. Where are you feeling settled? Oh, I feel like I'm constantly telling my staff what to do. They don't know what to do. It's very stressful. Every time I share um, something, they just do it their own way. Have you created the structures? Where, where is the standard operating procedure? Where's the template for them? How do they know? Are they expected to read your mind? Have you downloaded specifically on paper? Listen, you want to create, a, this is, I know that we're not talking business here, but I cannot help but always go back to business. You want to create a legacy business, you need to have legacy documentation. You want to create a legacy life, where's your legacy documentation? Where are the things God has asked you to do? Where's the blueprint? Where is, how, how, when has he told you that you're to rest, shut down, do this? Are you partnering with God consistently? So the question I want every single one of us to ask ourselves, not just now, but throughout the day, and I pray that God speaks to you and shows you areas of your life, legacy, where you need to infuse structure. You begin to think, drop them in. Where do I feel lack of peace, confusion, lack of order? There's structure to be downloaded in that area. There's structure to be downloaded in that area. So you will take some time and do some thinking, analyze where you need to infuse structure in your life. For me, I did this in every area of my life to determine where. And that's the reason why in my home front, my nannies, they have a complete understanding of what's expected. My team members have an understanding. Everything is put in order and it helps me to be able to soar according to what God has called me to do. It frees me. It gives me liberty. And God says in his word, right? We are to have a richer life. We're to, we're to live in abundance. We're, we're, to, we're not meant to, be, to succumb ourselves to confusion. God is a God of peace. He's a God of order. He's a God of structure. So that is in our DNA. It is in our DNA. And lastly, so order, planning, and structure facilitate exponential success. Now, if I was talking to you about creating structure in business, I would take you all on this journey on structure and success, right? Success in any business is being able to have domination, right? Dominion, getting to a point where you have market share, getting to a point where you have loads of customers, getting to a point where you're making a certain amount, you, you're, you're, you're taking more and more from competitors, that's success. In order to get there, you need order, you need planning, you need structure, right? And the word of God says, a verse that we all know, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, they are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you future and a hope. Plans, 
Look, the words, the Lord says plans. And we've spoken today, this morning about how we can obstruct, we can get in the way of the plans, but we serve a merciful God, a God who, Lamentations 2 says every single day, his mercies are new every day. So he has created plans for you for good and not disaster to give you a future and a hope, but you have to come alongside with those plans. But how do you get those plans? You download. Let's look at the word of God. Every single person that had a major assignment, there was a structure God gave them. Noah did not, wasn't God detailed about the structure, about the precision, about how it had to be created? Wasn't God detailed about it? What about Moses? The tabernacle, God was so detailed. He even said to him, listen, your job, Moses, is to download the vision, is to envision it. After that, call your Bezalel's. Call your Oliabs. I didn't call you to put your hand to it. But for Noah, Noah used his hands. Are we not? Nehemiah, just call. If you look at the word, all through the word from Genesis to Revelation, we serve a God of structure. We serve a God of order. So it is not meant to be some phenomenon that, oh, this person just has grace. This person just has administrative prowess. No, it is our status quo. It is in your DNA. You are a son of God. Therefore, your identity is one, like my son and his father, your identity is of one of structure and order. And I dare say that we often obstruct our own ability to get to the level that God wants us to do because of lack of structure. It's like when I come into my organization and I see the, okay, customer service team, you're busy. I know that your phones are ringing off the hook. You're, you have so many emails to handle, but why is your desk chaotic? Why is your desk not in order? How can you think? How can you actually when you're looking for something, you're spending time looking for something on the desk, it's not in order. Don't you feel better when things are clean and clear? And that's the same way with God. It is the exact same way with God. The question is, do you, do you, are you going to walk alongside God and understand his true plan, 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 the structure? There are times, so it's it's literally, and it takes me back to intimacy. It's literally, it literally means a daily walk with God. I mean, daily walk. While I have overarching structures for every aspect of my life, there's still a daily walk. Some of you guys, God will give you an idea. He'll give you a glimpse of something he has for you to do. And he will say, write it down and hold it. And hold it. It's for an appointed time. And when that appointed time comes, he'll give you the, he'll now expand, expantiate upon what he wants you to do. Some of us have ideas for business. God would give it to you. And then he would say, hold. He would say, hold. And once he says, hold, you keep it. And then when the time, the appointed time comes, he would give you the exact structure for how to execute it. I'll give you an example. The Lord said, I'm just going to say this. And I, I think it's for someone on this call. And I know it's going back to business again. So many of the things, the grace that we're able to walk into and run with in concerning my business has to do with the fact that I've partnered with God to hear his voice, write down what he has asked me, and then I hold it for the appointed time. So when the pandemic hit, naturally in my wellness, in my business, in um, my main business, the wellness space, you, we, would, we would naturally be affected because Doors were closed and the issue of the pandemic was touch. You could not touch, you know, be in close proximity with other people. And therefore, because of that, we had to close. There was no work. But then the Lord said to me, I was praying. The pandemic was in March. 
by April, by the time that we were really on lockdown, I was really praying to God that like, God, what's going on here? Is this it for us? Like, cause even when they ease the lockdown or the pandemic kind of subsides, if and when people might still be afraid to come into places and get this type of service, get this pampering, get massages, get facials. And the Lord said, no, it's not over. In fact, it's time for me to take you to an exponential level. I'm thinking how, do you know that back years before God had said, while people will come into your spaces, I also want you guys to be known for going into people's homes. So he gave me an entire structure for how he told me you're going to create a, 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 a leg of your business where you go into people's homes. And guess what? Your team has to have everything in a specific way. They have to have the structure. Literally, they need to be able to know they have a full kit, a kit they're carrying with them. How are things kept? How, what's the exact process and procedure to take a service in someone's home? Can I tell you guys that that was a plan and a structure he gave me for an appointed time? When the pandemic hit, the Lord said to me, it's time, it's time, it's time. The plan was already written. The process was created. Now it's time for you to execute. Execute on the structure I gave you back then. And then he expanded upon it. And what was his plan? Now, Joycey, people who are not comfortable going out, many of them are going to call you now to come into their homes. And in my mind, it didn't make common sense. It did not make common sense. Why would they want me to come in their homes when it's a pandemic? God, I'm going to look like I'm money hungry. This is what I told God. I said, I told my husband and God, this is not going to make sense. People are going to say this. this she's so desperate. She's putting her, her staff's lives on the line, putting people's lives. I mean, there's a pandemic. Nobody knows COVID. And now she's going to people's homes. Do you know that the Lord said move? Guys, if I did not move, my manufacturing facility wouldn't have been built because the revenues from home service is what built manufacturing. We wouldn't have scaled the way we scaled. When we went back from the lockdown, we took market share, significant, mar significant market share from all the companies around because they were not doing what we were doing during that time. They were physically closed. So now everybody was looking to us. Oh, you did home service back then. Can we now come to your spa? We took market share. We, we opened three spas in 2021, three new locations in 2021. As a result of the steam, what am I saying to you? God gave me a plan. God gave me a structure for home service, a process. It was not the time then. We did it here and there, but he had it for an appointed time. But because I had it already ready, I was ready to move when he said go. I was ready to execute at the time in which he said go. And that is what God is saying. When you partner with him, you move according to. So it's at the appointed time. Structures are created. Now, I'll give you an example. With my own staff, the way that we're able to build, people come and say, oh my gosh, I don't understand how you get your staff. Is it a specific recruitment company you're using? Let me tell you what God has me do. For every single staff that's coming or every single plan where he shows me we're going, he asked me to create their SOP before they even join the company. Before they join. That's another appointed time. He has me create the structure. So let's say I know very soon we're going to be needing the franchise director. Their SOP is created. Their process flow is created. Their structure. When they come in, they move. What did I tell you before? Structure creates speed. Structure gives you liberty. Structure unlocks time. They're able to come into the vision and move. So there are things God wants you to do. And he needs you to partner with him to download the plan 
the organization of it, the order of it, the structure of it, because what will it do? It'll help you facilitate exponential success. You will see God's hand move. Jeremiah 29, 11 promises us, but some of us don't realize when we read this, we're like, so nothing should bad should be happening, but that's because God's plans for you are good. But are you coming alongside of him to plan? Are you planning with him or are you getting in the way? Those of us who have businesses, are you allowing your Bezalels to do what they're called to do? Or are you getting in the way? Do you feel so pride, so much pride, so high and mighty that, listen, I know it all. I know the best. It's my company. God gave it to me. This person can't execute like me. If you believe that, you will keep yourself from the growth and exponential success God has for you. Because God has called you to create structure and help empower people. Now, Bezalel wouldn't have had a name in the Bible if Moses didn't call for him. Bezalel wouldn't have been able to build and show his own talents and strengths if Moses didn't call for him. If Moses did not listen to Jethro and his planning for saying how you should structure your team and make sure you only deal with the big problems, guess what? The people who were solving those problems, people who came up higher, came into their own calling of being able to handle disputes, wouldn't have had a place to shine. Don't become an obstruction to yourself and to others by not downloading structure. As I hope this has blessed you today, that comes to the end of this discussion on structure. Honestly, I hope that if anything, what Bookie sent in her brief was that it was supposed to be an activation to help you to begin to think about exactly how you can infuse structure about what God says about structure. And I pray this has blessed you um, today and that you can leave with some nuggets. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to this podcast. For more information on our other ministry expressions, discipleship programs, and resources, visit hope365network.org.